0: Okay, I'm I'm excited about today's fun fact. I'm excited for today's fun fact.
2: Crows often hold grudges against specific people. What? They're very good at recognizing people's faces and have been found to remember people for a
0: long time. You know, I believe that. Crows are creepy as hell. Okay, but I need to find out. I've gotten like side-eye glances from them and I've just been like, hello? Yeah, but like I need to find out if hawks do because I yelled at one. Oh my God, we had... Guys, (laughs) Guys, <laughs> we were outside in our backyard taking pictures as we do. And um Taryn just happens to look up and sees a giant hawk. You understand? Giant, like giant historic size, <laughs> giant hawk standing on a telephone pole in the corner of our yard. Like that's like in the middle of like a bunch of homes. And we remember one, we have a bunch of little dogs in the house. So we panic and we go and like lock the door. And then we remember like my neighbor has chickens chickens that a uh, thousand percent the hawk was on yeah so <laughs> actually we'll post this we'll proof it <sighs> I took a video of Taryn just screaming at the hawk and it's the funniest thing all I'm trying to find out is is my life in danger <laughs> <And> that's basically <laughs> why I'm fascinated Our constant by this. struggle are we gonna survive <laughs> are this? we gonna survive
2: anyways yeah it was a little scary though because like at one point the hawk looked straight at me oh, and yeah. like all
0: its feathers like rough left up mm-hmm. and I, that was when I was like which oh. isn't that their like their like fight stance is they get themselves looking bigger
2: yeah and then it yeah. kind of like like flew over me and yeah. I was like I don't think it could
0: kill me but I yeah. could lose an eye it was terrifying because it wasn't a fly it was like a, a slow swoop kind of down towards us but then inevitably like it went no. above us it was above the house. it was a threat <laughs> it was a threat <laughs> it was that's a threat. what I saw <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well first of all
2: hello hello
0: everyone welcome Welcome back to the the podcast podcast. um this is unsolicited advice i am ashley i am taryn and uh taryn was about to say something
2: (laughs) yeah um we always mark's always editing our stuff and he's like um maybe you guys want to like remember to introduce Introduce yourself who you are for new people and i just always am like but the same people like It's our fam. In In my head, it's
0: the same 10 people every (laughs) single episode sitting in a circle talking.
2: (laughs) So good. Um, No, me and Ash had something funny happen the other day. Yeah. And it really solidified to me that like, I know that if I was in a situation, like I could turn it on. Like I'm ready. Oh yeah. It was like all my training came To be. Mm -hmm. And um, let's paint the story. So we all go to bed.
0: Yeah. Which, when we go to bed, there's three of us, reminder, there's three of us in our house, three girls, three dogs. Mm -hmm. And when we go to bed, it's a very like, okay, like we're setting the alarm, windows are locked, right? Right. Yes. Okay. All the dogs have gone out. Cool. Someone sets the alarm, and then we all go to our rooms our yeah. individual rooms yes shut and lock the doors
2: <laughs> and we, we like yell like I'll be like hey I'm arming the house and yeah. it's like you know what I mean yeah so we arm the house go to bed and it's been a while like we've been in bed a couple hours at least and there's two different types of alarms that our alarm system has one is like Like someone broke into something, but obviously on like the front door and the garage door, which are entry points, it does like the slow like beep, beep, like the countdown. Like you need to disarm the house, fifteen seconds to input your
0: code, kind of thing. So
2: we're all in bed, right? And that starts happening, and so I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, maybe someone went to get something. But usually when that happens, it stops like after like five beeps. So it keeps going and then the beeps start getting faster because it's warning you like, bro, put the alarm in now or yeah. like I'm about to tear this place up. So it starts going faster and faster. So that at that point I was like, OK, something's happening. So yeah. I get up and I run to the alarm and upstairs. And by this point, Alicia, our other roommate, like had met me there and Ash was starting to come out of her room. Yeah. So I put in the code and I look, it tells you like what set it off. And it says that our garage entry door has been opened. (laughs) So I, we all look at each other and we look at Alicia and I was, cause she was the last one. And I was like, did you lock the door? And she said, yes. So in my mind, i'm like someone walked through the door is happening like uh-huh. it's
0: happening go time so i had already Ash. emerged from my room <laughs> <laughs> i told you guys this in the past i sleep with a taser and a bear spray can bear under spray. my bed <laughs> and i just grabbed the first thing i could touch like it yeah. I wasn't even like a which one's better yeah. i just reached down grabbed something yeah. and was out the door with my Giant can of bear spray. Giant can. Now, I just want to
2: preface what I'm about to say next. As y'all know, I don't, I don't, I never cuss on here. I don't, I don't cuss for people to hear. I try to be respectful of that. However, to really emphasize this story and how I entered into this place where I was like, I have to invoke
0: fear. (laughs) We have and to ruffle our feathers. I we have need to, to let them ruffle. know that we are bigger I and stronger. I am puffing myself up, and we will fight. Yes.
2: So I put on my scariest voice. I get my taser. Mark, heads up right now. You're you're gonna need to bleep part of this. It'll be clear. I go up to the staircase. I lean over. I pop my taser twice, like that, and I go.
0: You hear that, mother? And what's hilarious is like <laughs> even though I was like at fifty percent of me was scared, fifty percent of me was like, We there have has it's to be an explanation, always yeah. an explanation. But I'm walking down the stairs, <laughs> Terrence above me, and I have my bear spray and I just start laughing. <laughs> Just like she's trying to be so scary, and then I'm just breaking it by laughing. Oh like, oh my different- god, I was literally in my mind, I was like, This is what you've trained for, yeah. like, you've
2: got this. So, I'm walking down the hallways, like, every entrance, I'm popping my taser, and I'm like, Where are you at? Like, just like freaking <laughs> out. So, we finally get to the door, and Ashley goes into the garage because we were thinking maybe it's like a side door, I don't know. And she goes in and I look at her and I'm like, wait, did you unlock the door to go in? And she looks back at me and she goes,
0: I don't know. I couldn't remember. (laughs) It was like, my adrenaline was going so high. I was like, did I, did I just like... Did I just walk through the wall? Like it was a possibility. Like, I don't remember anything. <laughs> I was just my <laughs> mind, currently in the garage at the that moment. That was
2: the answer we needed. Cause I'm yeah. like, if it's locked, that means like something with the sensor. If yeah. it's unlocked, someone unlocked it to and is in and our it's house. it's
0: actually behind us, like yeah. in the home.
2: So yeah. then Ashley standing at the door, just looking at me <laughs> over and over going, I, don't, no, I, don't, I can't remember. I don't remember. So then I start backtracking in the house. I'm going in showers, closets, closets popping my pantries. taser every time.
0: Probably destroying my Opening taser. Drawers. Yeah. Yelling, trying to be intimidating. about to like run out of juice is what. I don't
2: know why I just became someone from the hood who's just trying to, just fearful person.
0: But anyways, uh, we finally, Ash looks back and discovers the problem. Go ahead. One of our sensors on uh, the entryway door had fallen fallen and this has actually happened in the past. And so it all came flooding back, yeah. made sense. Taryn and I laugh and I'm like, okay, well clearly whatever was holding it, like didn't stick well enough. We need to like really get this on here. Taryn's so excited. Cause she's like, I just bought command strips. <laughs> so she like runs upstairs, <laughs> gets the command strips. I'm like <sighs> standing on top of the counter, trying to hold, like get it to hold and it works. Like we're excited. And then we get down and I'm putting the ladder away that I had pulled out from the closet. And I'm like, Alicia didn't even come down. No. (laughs) Like all of this, like this, all of this (laughs) emotion is happening. Like we're scared. And like, I'm ready to freaking like spray. Taryn's going to zap and then we're going to run. You know? But, and then we sit there and we fix everything. Alicia didn't even bother coming down no, from her room. Not at all. The princess stayed, couldn't be bothered. I get
2: upstairs and she's standing there and she's like, I'm so glad you're here. Like, I would have already been in my car gone by now. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, would you? Just leave us behind. Okay. Anyway, so that was oh, our, that's our big update. We're yeah. we're ready. Obviously, we're ready mm-hmm. for conflict. We we're and, born ready. you know, the things that we have to worry about as you know girls living in a house which is kind of perfect because uh, you know just a little spoiler alert that's kind of our topic today Mm -hmm. but before we do that I
0: have a Tarant it up yeah you do can I do it sure go ahead really yeah or I mean you can do it okay but I would like to well don't offer okay so I can Taryn if if you don't read it right now
2: I'm going to okay, just okay, okay. start reading mine. Okay. Um, I'm not going to read the title because it gives everything away. But hello, ladies. I don't know if you'll see this, but if you do, I'll probably freak out and start fangirling. My name is Ani. Oh, I said it right. I love when they put how to how to pronounce yeah, it. If you guys probably think like we don't read these, but I I read it and I'm like, this is perfect, and then that's it. So like I don't I have it like memorized, you know. Anyways, I'm an Enneagram two wing three. Hey, Taryn. Hey, girl. And do I have a Taryn it up for you? Before I begin, though, I'd like to say how much I love you both. I've listened to your pod from the beginning to end over and over again. Hashtag obsessed. And it's been a quarantine lifesaver. Every time I listen, I feel like I am chit-chatting with my aunt. (laughs) I, 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 I accept that. I love that. I accept that. And I love that title. Okay. So let's do this. This happened about... The summer of 2019, going into freshman year of high school. And one thing you should know before I explain is that I am very awkward and I get super bubbly. So I was in this arena with a lot of people, maybe 800 or 900, and I had run into a friend I hadn't seen in a while. So, of course, I go, oh, my gosh, hi. She runs, reaches in for an awkward hug, but I guess I swung my arm too hard because as I go in, I feel my fist hit a face. (laughs) I freeze and turn to see a lady, maybe in her early (laughs) 70s, (laughs) covering her face. I'm not kidding to you when I say I literally died. I ran over and kept apologizing and felt so bad. It was oh. terrible. Let's just say since then I have PTSD for hugging people.
0: Oh. Anywho,
2: thanks for taking the time to read this. Sorry if it was confusing. No, I understood. <laughs> just the thought of you guys reading this makes me freak out in excitement. Have a wonderful day and stay safe. Love Ani. I
0: can like <laughs> I can see the type of hugger she is. Yeah. Like just like so full of emotion that it's like bubbling out of her, yes. that her arms are just like flailing as she goes yes. around
2: you. Yes, yes. That's the <laughs> oh, worst that's Amazing. you feel yourself make contact. Yeah. And the split second between where you're like, oh my gosh, like what did I hit? Like yeah. who did I hit? How awkward is this going to be? It was oh, so
1: good. Good laugh. So good. Good laugh. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.
2: Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with book of the month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good. So you cannot go wrong.
0: I have exciting news. Taryn already knows this, but you guys don't know about this. Well, maybe if you've been here from the very beginning, you might be aware. Uh, We're almost two years old. Two years old. Two. Ash, we're going into our terrible twos. I was just going to say something along those lines. What nonsense will we have? (laughs) It's about to get wild. (laughs) Um, We are very excited. I cannot believe that we're almost... I can't believe we've been around for two years. I can't believe we're even a podcast still. Like, to this day, I'm always like, wait, we have a podcast? Yeah who's professional we've been doing this for a while um I am so stoked and Taryn and I are both just like super appreciative of you guys Mm -hmm. um so we're very excited to announce that we're coming out with merch again yes as a gift Um, to you we
2: literally get asked about it constantly constantly like when's the next drop?
0: when's the next drop? and I think it's because you know Taryn and I we're very excited for our first merch drop, but we were like, we've never done this before. Yeah. We didn't know what to expect, but you all came through mm-hmm. and bought it all Literally. and we were <laughs> overwhelmed. Tears were shed yeah. and <laughs> we were like, wow, maybe this is something we should do again. So we were like, we are going to save it for our two year anniversary, which is around the corner. Yes. Um, so keep your eyes open peeled for a merch drop this is uh coming soon so I would follow us on Instagram if you don't follow Mm -hmm. us there you 1000% should Taryn what is our Instagram unsolicited advice pod advice unsolicited pod no that's our email okay unsolicited advice pod.
2: Ashley two years we should not (laughs) we should not be doubting this unsolicited Unsolicited advice pod Pod.
0: follow us there and we will have all the information for uh the merch we'll be teasing it um we'll have links and we'll definitely be doing a merch giveaway to one of you guys so stop what you're doing right now pause this podcast actually you you shouldn't have to pause it just hop on instagram real quick and follow us right now um so that you can be involved in our second ever merch drop which we're very excited about
2: and as you guys saw like with our first one it's like It's not something that's just around forever. So (laughs) definitely it's cool because it's like these are pieces like it's not going to just like repeat. You know what I mean?
0: And we're also super appreciative of you guys. You guys were really helpful these last couple of weeks and participated in polls and helping us figure out like where you guys are so that Mm -hmm. we can open up sales to you as well. We want this to be um, as inclusive to as many countries yeah. as possible. Um, but because we're so small, um, we have to, we're trying to gauge like where, yes. where you guys are at so that we can include you in this as well. Um, so thank you guys for being, um, a part of that. And we're so excited to show you guys our new merch. Well, also Ash,
2: some of these pieces that I'm not going to give away. Remember when we went live and people were saying like what they love, <gasps> like we genuinely yes. like are we trying took notes. To do pieces that, like, we know that you guys, like, have requested or you want. Mm -hmm. And also stuff, like, we love. Like, it definitely has a touch of us, too. But, um,
0: yeah, we're just so excited. Like, this feels, like, unreal. It does feel unreal. And I'm just going to say something. Say it, Ash. Because Taryn and I have been talking about this for a while. And you guys have even mentioned it in our Instagram DMs. Which, again, if you don't follow us on Instagram, please do. Because I feel like that's where I talk to you guys the most. Seriously. Um. Taryn and I have talked about going live once a week and doing live advice. Oh yeah. And I think it needs to happen and I want to know if you guys agree. Yeah. So, um, yeah, go to our Instagram message us. Let us know if you think we should do that. Maybe help us figure out what day. (laughs) Yeah. advice Tuesdays yeah, yeah, it's like yeah taco Tuesday but yeah. with advice um, we just we go live eating tacos yeah oh my god I'm sure people would love Anyways, to just watch us the eat. moral of this story follow us on Instagram yes okay so you
2: to you guys we're just continuing talking but we just took like a second because I couldn't find
0: my story and Ashley do you want to say what just happened yeah Taryn was trying to pull up her story and I was like perfect I have a can of high brew which is one of my favorite just like cold black coffees. Um, it comes in a can. So I was like, let me pop this open so it's ready so I can sip it while we discuss like today's topics. Um, and then a bunch of things happen all at once. Like my phone dings and then I'm talking to Lexi about the sound. And as I'm talking to Lexi about my phone making that noise, I'm looking at my cold brew thinking, mm, I want a sip of that. And I'm as I'm talking to her, I go to take a sip of... <laughs> what's in my hand which is a microphone <laughs> and it was the funniest thing I've ever done you oh. <laughs> when you tell a story they need all the details no but it's so funny because <laughs> it'll be like she literally could have been like oh
2: my god guys I went to take a sip of my coffee and I accidentally <laughs> sipped my microphone but they need to know but she's like <laughs> why the building looked like this I heard a bird <laughs> chirp then I realized did I put the laundry in <laughs> And then I I actually took a sip of my mic. (laughs) (laughs) Like the details have nothing to do with what
0: actually because that my head was all over the place, and that is why I went to take a sip from my microphone every time. Because usually I know what the story is, so I'm always sitting there like, "How is this leading into? How is this pertinent to the story?" I'm dead. Pertinent. I don't think I've ever used that word Pertinent.
2: before. <laughs> one time I took a sip of nail polish remover because it was right next to my drink and I thought I died. I literally Googled, can nail polish remover kill you? Was
0: it in one of those like hourglass Yeah, bottles? I don't know how. How did you? I how? don't. I can't tell you that. I really can't. Like the microphone was already in my hand, so it kind of makes sense. But I really can't tell you that. <laughs> Still the shape. Were you blackout? Okay, no. What, what's happening? No, I just was. Into a movie, be honest. Okay,
2: hello everyone. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> <Just> <laughs> from <kidding>. the top. <laughs> okay, so today we are kind of we don't really do this. Like we
0: don't. I feel like our podcast is very much. We talk about current stuff. We don't get too heated on topics. We like to make this a very an escape safe and. Yeah. A comfortable place for people to open up and get away from the world, especially as of last year.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it can get. I think there's something to like, even though our stories vary and are all over the place, like there's something very familiar about every one of our episodes because it's about people, it's about situations, it's kind of ways you can escape and put yourself into someone else's shoes for like an hour, right? And, um, I think that like, I like that it's a place that is not all, like everywhere you go, you hear the same stuff all the time. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. But lots I will of, say, Lots of opinions. Yes. I will say that I had, I had picked a story and I feel like it goes along really well with something that is kind of taking over. The world in a conversation that's starting to happen that honestly We're is really excited about. Do yeah. like should be happening. But before I get to the story, um, we I'm sure many of you have heard about Sarah Everard, and she was a 33 year old who got abducted in the UK. Mm-hmm. And she was like on her way walking from a friend's house like at nine o'clock at night, like not, you know, like you hear people walking and there's certain hours you're like, well, why were you out? You know, but like mm-hmm. nine o'clock is like not that crazy. Yeah, And basically like she got abducted and they just, they found her and obviously like she had been murdered and by a, a policeman just got arrested for the murder. And I mean, the story is just, it's just sickening stuff like this. Like it just makes me like sit back and be like,
0: just doubt everything because
2: Mm -hmm. I just, I just don't understand
0: how stuff like this is just still always happening. Yeah. It, it blows my mind and it's just, it's heartbreaking to think that, I mean, if I was alone not now, but like, especially after hearing this, if I was alone and I saw a cop, like. You should feel safe. I would would assume he's checking on me. Like, I would assume that he's like, hey, like, are you good? Like, do you need help, like walks to your home? Or I would assume that he's like looking out for me. And to know that you can't trust anyone, even a police officer yeah. Um, or or anyone in like high authority, you know, yeah. like it's just it's heartbreaking.
2: Well, and people prey on things that make you feel safe. So a mm-hmm. lot of times you hear of serial killers using the like ruse UPS, of being you know, yeah, someone in uniform. But anyways, and I haven't like I mean I, I dove into the story a little bit, but like from what I saw, like she was very smart too. Like she wore bright clothes like she had called her friend on the way letting her know where she was Mm -hmm. she stuck to like well-lit main roads but yet it still happened Mm -hmm. and so it sparked this conversation right and and from what I I've kind of like tried to determine is I think it's because like the way that her story was being talked about by certain people it was very much like they're talking about how, like, in the UK, like, or in London, or I, I can't remember exactly where she was from, but they were, like, talking about having a curfew for women. Mm. And it it just brought up this thing of, like, when are we going to start changing the narrative mm-hmm. to always being, like, well, she shouldn't have literally fill in the
0: blank like yeah. she got raped she shouldn't have been wearing a, she shouldn't a have small been wearing skirt she or shouldn't why have been was flirting. She flirting with him in the first place she
2: shouldn't have been there she shouldn't have done this it's always stuff that the woman the victim could have done different and i'm just like i sit back and i'm like when are we going to start talking about like the other side yes when are we going to start talking about like the men being held accountable or educated in a way that this crap should not be happening anymore like why are we not figuring out that the problem is not being
0: fixed there was a post that was going um around a couple days ago that I saw like I think five of my friends post that said it said protect your daughters in like black font then was scratched out and in red font it said educate your sons and I was like that's the most eloquently said phrase I feel like that sums up everything you just said it's like yes, we we do need to protect our daughters and inform them, but we need to go to the yeah. issue, which is this keeps happening to women yeah. by men.
2: Yeah, and um, my sister in law posted that because yeah, she was I'm, one of them. Yeah, like I have, I'm an aunt now to just the most precious little boy, and I I saw that and I got really emotional because, like, I don't, I can't envision his upbringing be, being any different than us teaching him how to be respectful, how to honor women, how to treat them right. And and the fact that, you know, I don't think nothing gives people who do these horrible things excuses, but a lot of time when you look back into their upbringing, like there's reasons why they become the way they do. And, and that like Ash is saying, like it has to start somewhere else. And a perfect example of this, um, I go on missions trips um, well, I haven't gone for a while because of COVID, but one of the most fascinating things when we would talk to people about like, how, how do they envision change in their country? Right. Mm-hmm. Cause they're dealing with poverty and, um, just like, terrible like political situations all this stuff and they all say that they focus everything they can into the children Mm -hmm. because they know that there's not going to be a change the only hope they have is if they raise up a generation generation. that's not going to be corrupt that's going to be educated and know how to help their country Mm -hmm. and I always walked away seeing like why are we not focusing in more on the kids that we're raising like Mm -hmm. it's so crucial you know But all this to say, this is kind of where I feel like it's been a perfect storm of, you know, women are now sharing (laughs) the fears that they've had, the precautions that are just innate in them that they have to do. So I want us to like talk about that. And I want like, no matter who you are listening, if you are a male, this is good for you to hear and know what women deal with. I've had so many times where I've told a guy friend, like, no, like, we have to think about this, this, and this. And sometimes like I'm laughed at like, yeah. oh, okay, you're so dramatic. And it's or like, like
0: a <laughs> common thing that always gets joked about is the fact that women go to the bathroom in groups. And we've talked about yeah. this on our podcast yes. with one of the girls who got, um, sexually assaulted in a bathroom cause she went by herself. Yes. And I was like, this is or almost, but yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's correct. Um, right. So nothing ever actually happened, but she was harassed. Yeah, and, yeah. um, she was in a bathroom by herself. And yeah. I was like this, the f- reason that we go in groups all stems down from the fact that we're scared yeah, and we have to do this to protect ourselves.
2: No, it's so true. And I think like, no one will ever understand what that feels like unless you are a woman and mm-hmm. you've, you've grown up feeling that way. Like every room I enter where I'm by myself, I'm, my eyes are like glancing everywhere I'm looking at vents I'm looking at you know under stalls I'm looking Mm -hmm. like to see where can I run if something happens what can I grab as a defense like what do I have in my purse that I carry like to help protect me like no one will understand what those feelings are like and I think it's so easy to like place these terms on women of being dramatic being like Oh, like you just want attention because you're like trying to be like, oh, I'm so scared. And it's like, no, like it is like a life or death feeling Mm -hmm. when you're alone or if you are getting a glance, glanced at by a man that makes your freaking Mm -hmm. neck hairs go up. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Like it's just, it's nuts. And so I think this is a good conversation for no matter who you are, if you're someone that leans on, I don't really feed into like all this stuff. I think it's good to hear perspectives of other people. If you are someone who's afraid, I think this is going to be a good episode just to feel heard. And we'll try to offer up like, you know, stuff we've learned over the years. And I think men need to hear this and be empathetic to like what we go to go through and try to like, Be a solution instead of just a bystander. Mm
0: -hmm. And also... And sometimes that even just looks like talking to your buddies. Like not joking about the bathroom group Mm -hmm. thing. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to like go like preach at the top of your lungs, but like talk to the other men in your life and help them understand their girlfriend's side or their wife's perspective or or you know, just female friends perspective. Oh
2: yeah. Or I mean, there's been times where like a guy has made me feel uncomfortable and I see his friends just watching, like yeah. stepping up and being like, Hey, like Leave her alone, knock it off. Yeah, like stop. she's not comfortable, you know? But anyways, so this, this coupled with the story I got is where like this came and I came to Ash and we never talked about episodes before, but I was like, this is just like heavy. Like, what do you yeah. think? And she was like, I Let's love it. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, The story that kind of sparked all of this um, is actually a story. So it's someone writing in her neighbor's story. Okay. Um, And she said, okay, so again, I'm not going to say, I feel like sometimes the titles like give just the whole story away. So I'm not going to say the title, but um, they started, it's actually two sisters writing this. Mm -hmm. So they started with, this is scary, even though it's March, but I, thought like we should share, which I love that. Um, first off, if you're reading this, we love you guys. You guys are iconic. Give the best advice and tell the freaking best scary stories. Also, you can say our names. We are Peyton and Reese. But this is actually a story from our neighbor, and it's one that still haunts us today. Ooh. Um, we will say her name as Bella. Bella worked at a bar. Her working at a bar led to some weird encounters, especially this mm. one man. He was in his late 20s and she noticed him there during her shift. A few times while she was working, he would try especially hard to talk to her a lot. Um, which, you know, goes kind of with the job. I feel like bartenders yeah. especially yeah. Like, have I to deal with a imagine lot. imagine what yeah.
0: they deal with.
2: But it started getting weird. And when she walked out to her car to drive home after a long night shift, thinking nothing of it, she got in her car and noticed someone else in the parking lot. And realized it was the man from the bar. Mm-mm. She started to drive home and after a few minutes, she realized he, in her rear view mirror that she was being followed by this man. She got home fast and safely and went inside to tell her parents what had happened. They told her to tell them if anything with him happened again. Not thinking much of it, she went to work a few days later and it happened again with the same man. At this point, she was getting pretty nervous. She told her parents she didn't know if she could have this job anymore. Her dad told her to go to work and if anything happened again, she should just quit. After her next shift, a few nights later, she drove home extra cautious. She saw the man there at the bar but didn't seem or didn't see him following her home. That's good, she thought. She came inside, relieved, finally thinking she could sleep in peace. She fell asleep, and to her horror, she woke up to a man crawling into her room from no. her window. Oh. At complete shock, she jumped out of bed and screamed. He was wearing a black hooded jacket, and oh. she screamed, and as she screamed, he looked up at her and she noticed a familiar face. She darted into her parents' room and her dad ran into his room into her room with his gun. By now, this man was completely in her room and her dad screamed at him, go away and never come back. I have a gun. The man crawled back out the window as fast as he could, and she hasn't seen him since. Thankfully, nobody was hurt, but we wanted to send this to remind people, especially girls, to be very cautious. This story sounds unreal, but I swear it's true. Anyways, that's the story. Crazy, right? If you're reading this, we will seriously freak out and probably cry. Love you both, Reese and Peyton. Wow. Yeah, that's like
0: that's terrifying.
2: Like that's. I hate I hate this stuff because I think why it's so scary is because you know that that is a possibility. Oh, like people get stalked all the time, and I just. It's so hard because everyone tries to say like, oh, well, you can't just say it's a girl thing or it's a guy thing, blah, blah, blah. But if you, if we're all honest with each other, it's very rare that a man gets stalked and it's this level. Usually it's like a crazy girl who's like in love with you and just makes herself very present and is like, around and makes you uncomfortable which is still terrifying but which is still terrifying and uncomfortable and I'm not taking away from that but the the level of what we feel like harm might be as women goes to the level of I could die Mm -hmm. like this man could harm me Raped
0: and killed Rape It's just the automatic torture, yeah.
2: whatever he wants. And I mean, just when you look at statistics alone, like the, it's not comparable to what men feel. And that's my whole point is like, that's why women are so fired up right now is because everyone is so tired of the fact that like we live in fear every single day. Mm-hmm. Like we're nervous all the time. We're constantly taught. What kind of things we can do or tricks we can do to get out of a trunk, to get, you know, away from someone if they grab you from the neck, if someone pulls your hair. Like, we know all of these tricks. And is no one else so pissed that we have to have that knowledge? Yeah, Like, it really, like, oh, it triggers me so much.
0: Yeah, there was... um just a couple nights ago, I was at a friend's house. I hadn't uh, been there in a bit, but I've been to her place multiple times. She made me dinner. It was lovely. When I went there, it was daytime. When I left, it was nighttime. Mm-hmm. And I just parked like there wasn't a parking right in front of her place. So I parked like around the corner. She offered to walk me and I was like, no, no, no it's fine. Like I know exactly where it is. As I'm walking, I'm like, it is pitch black. There mm-hmm. is no one here. And like, it's weird how Um, I'm, I'm very good at being like, I'll text you when I get to my car, I'll text you when I get home. Um, so I've always been great at stuff like that. But as I was walking, I was like, maybe I should have had her walk me, Yeah, (laughs) you know? And it was too late. Like it was, I wasn't out in the middle of like downtown LA by myself. I was in a neighborhood, but it's weird how just like lack of light makes you so much more vulnerable to who knows what. So I'm like, as I'm walking up to my car, I have my cell phone light on. I am like, holding it under the car and like looking in the window. And it's just one of those things where I know all humans have to be defensive in this way, but there's, there's a real vulnerability about all the stories you hear about yeah. females walking alone and what that inevitably leads to. Yeah.
2: And, and like you said, like, I think, I think everyone has to be aware of danger, right? Mm-hmm. Like getting robbed, getting hurt. That's life. But honestly, I'm not even as scared of like being killed <laughs> Like it's the other stuff that scares the crap out of me. And that's something I think like a man is more like, oh, I got to be careful. Like I don't want to get robbed or like, you know, harm could come. Mm -hmm. But it's not often they have to have like that other side of the fear. A thousand percent. And again, this is not us trying to have this weird conversation with all this agenda. It's just us like being acknowledging this stuff. And I think it's such a prevalent conversation right now. So I was looking and like just found articles of different like tips and I just want to see like, I feel like everyone I say, you'll be able to be like, yeah, like I've heard that, you know? So, um, one of the things is to always be aware of your surroundings. Mm -hmm. You've heard that, right? Yeah. You do that. Um, never pull over when someone's trying to like point at your car or say something's wrong with
0: your car. Mm -hmm. You've heard that? Yeah. We just had a friend, right? Oh Yes. Yes. One of actually coincidentally, the friend who I was going and having dinner with posted mm-hmm. on her stories not too long ago, um, that she, and it was, it was really cool. Cause it was like a PSA to all women period, yeah. but everyone that followed her, um, she was saying that she was driving, minding her own business, living her life, doing mm-hmm. her own thing. And she kept getting like flashed, like while she was driving, the car behind her kept like flashing their lights, trying to get her attention and was asking her to pull over something that people normally do. Like after there's been like a hit and run or, you know, they're trying to let you know that your lights are out or something like that. But she said she checked everything. Lights were good. Obviously no accident had happened, but they were persistently trying to get her to pull over. So she started driving like randomly and eventually lost them. Yeah. Um, but ne- no, like yeah. absolutely not. Never. Yeah. Like who knows if they, have, if they have a gun, if they have a knife, if they have, yeah. all, oh, like, you have other no plans. Idea. Like never pull over for anyone. Never pull over.
2: And even, like we've talked about this before, even if you're getting like pulled over by a cop, like there are, there are safety things you can do if you feel uncomfortable. Like not having to roll your window down. You can... Keep driving and call 911 is one I've heard where you say like, hey, I feel unsafe, like I'm getting pulled over. Can you verify that this is someone actually pulling me over? Because we've heard of ruses that people use. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Obviously this one, always remember to lock your doors and especially in a car, like immediately when you get in your car, mm-hmm. lock your door. Um. Limit your distractions. So don't be looking at your
0: phone. Don't have headphones. Don't be like looking at the floor. Like yeah. we've all heard that one. I've gotten really good at one AirPod in, one airpod out. Yeah. Because yeah. I want to listen to something. I want to be entertained. But then at the same time, I'm like, if I'm completely oh, and, no, you and, can't. and when I listen to something, it's always like full blast. Yeah. If I have no idea of what's happening around me, that's no, when it's you can't. gonna happen. You literally can't.
2: Um never walk alone, especially at night. Um, make eye contact with people so they know like you could identify them. Mm-hmm. Like what is what is yeah. you? Know I see what I mean? you
0: and your beard and I your see, mustache. Yes,
2: totally. Um scream at the top of your lungs, hit body parts that are tender. Never trust a stranger. Be mindful of the way you dress. Make sure your shoes are comfortable in case you have to run. Make sure you're not wearing a ponytail because it's easier to grab. Never leave your handbag unattended because someone can grab
0: your ID and know where you live. Like it bl- it's, it's mind blowing. So I hate this. Like, I, <laughs> I hate this. One of my uh, favorite YouTubers at the moment is Julia Havens. And she, I was just watching one of her vlogs. She went to go get groceries or something and she got her hair done. And then she was vlogging in her car and she was going to get gas. And she was in a, she just got her hair done. So her hair looked lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, But she was in like a t-shirt dress and a leather jacket, I think. And she pulled up to the gas station and there was just some weird, creepy man standing around in the gas station she said obviously there's employees in the building but there was no other car there and um she felt uncomfortable so she just sat in her car and waited until he like left but she was like and of course I'm in a freaking t-shirt dress yeah (laughs) like I'm in a dress like that just makes me more vulnerable she said something not that verbatim but she said something along those lines yeah which is like she didn't have any cleavage showing she was just wearing a casual dress and one of the first things in her head was like, oh, I shouldn't get out because I'm in a dress. Yeah. That'll bring more attention to me.
2: Oh, that's, so I've always been a more like modest dresser. It's Mm -hmm. just my personal choice. Modest is hottest. Um, (laughs) but, (laughs) 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 okay. Anyways, but, so besides personal preference aside, when I have gone out and this is, this is what sucks too. Just another thing. I am curvy. So when you are curvier, a lot of clothing that you wear, people who aren't curvy can wear the same exact thing, but people will over-sexualize you because you have curves. So even if like you're wearing a low-cut top and I'm wearing the same length low-cut, mm-hmm. I will look like I'm trying to be sexier, right? Because I have- Boobs out for the boys. My boob is the size of your head. So <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, so, but- I've noticed, I do not like the fact that I'm not in control of who is looking mm-hmm. and maybe getting some type of gratification from my body yeah. without my consent.
0: So, and you'll never, what's frustrating is you'll never know. No, you, you never- could
2: be at a restaurant and I've, some guy like sitting across the, rest,
0: oh, the restaurant could like- A thousand yeah.
2: percent. But I've been places where I'm standing and I look over and I'm watching a guy- staring at one of my body parts and I'm instantly like, I'm never wearing the shirt again. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because it's so, it's just the grossest feeling. And I know not like some people like attention. Some people are comfortable with certain things. That's fine. But me personally, like that's hard for me. Mm -hmm. And it's such a hard thing because you don't want to teach people like, oh, well, if you wear this, this is going to happen. But it also like is a fear that I have where I'm like, I'm afraid to wear certain clothes because I don't want to attract an accidental serial killer who happens to walk past me. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's such a like weird, terrible thing that we always have to be thinking of. And I wanted to talk about, because I think people think people like us are weird, right? Because we're clearly afraid of dying, but yet we're like obsessed with
0: everything to do with like true crime. Also, if the alarm goes off, like who was ready and prepared? Thank you very much. So. This, is a,
2: this is another point I want to talk about, and that is educating and being aware. Me and Ashley, we listen to this stuff for, I think, the same two reasons. One, I focus in on how the people were abducted. Like, where were they? What were they doing? What was the, like, tactic that this person used to get them? Because I've learned... So much to avoid from that. Mm-hmm. Same, yeah, a thousand percent. And then the second one is, I do find it fascinating, like the psychology behind it of like what led this person to be the way they are, and also like listening for like what could people have done to like help them not become this evil. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't. Is that similar for you? Do you have no, any yeah, others? I would, ag- I would agree. So it is, but part of the reason we do is because. <laughs>
0: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline. Oh my gosh, I was just listening to um, a podcast the other day, and they were talking about um, something that had happened to this girl, and she had moved to a new place, I think it was Colorado and didn't know anyone, of course, went on the dating app situation, um, matched with this guy, they talked for a little bit, and then they were going to meet at this bar. She gets stood up by the guy and, you know, is sitting there. She was told to, he was like, hey, I'm running late. So he had her order him like two shots of fireball, I think. And I think that was what kind of took off. And that's why everyone talked about it. Um, but it was those two shots of fireball that she was just sitting there with herself and the two drinks waiting for him. And he never came. And this guy sitting next to her at the bar ends up like making small talk with her and they end up eating dinner together. And, um, she didn't want to like go out with him or anything, but they had dinner together. She goes to the bathroom and one of the bartender girls runs into the bathroom and says, Hey, I have no proof, but I swear this guy has done this with multiple girls and we've never seen the girls again. Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying that this is a, um, (laughs) something that's going to happen to you. I don't mean to like instill fear in you, but the whole time I was listening to it, I was like that female bartender needs to be given an award because she put down all like possibilities of, of, of coming across weird or yeah. frantic or or anything and yeah. and put herself in an uncomfortable situation to warn another female hey like we've seen this guy before we have no proof but like i get a really bad vibe and yes. i just have to let you know and i thought yeah. that was the most like courageous beautiful thing um and i think that we as women and even men like if you notice these things it, let's just put down all fear of coming across weird and all comfortability and just go ahead and just share what we know because it's, it's better to know. And then obviously the girl took off. She was like, okay, bye. Yeah. Well, (laughs)
2: and like, it's like what, I mean, every murder podcast talks about and we've talked about, like, I really, really feel like God gave us this innate sense to like feel when something feels uneasy or not. And a lot of times it's just that weird feeling in your gut mm-hmm. and you don't know, you can't put like, I mean, there's been times I've been talking to a guy that seems super cute, put together, whatever, and something in my stomach is uncomfortable. Yeah. And I always listen to it yeah. because what's, what's, okay, I lose out on talking to someone. Oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, but I'm alive. Yeah. Like, so it's it's just these things that we have to be so aware of what we're feeling and, and not be afraid to look stupid or rude or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's, it is such a sad fact. And I think that all of us women, even though it's really frustrating talking about all these things and having to be so cautious all the time, I think that we're aware that that's how our world is and we're aware that we have to do certain things but where i think a lot of people are getting fed up is like okay we're doing our part but like when are other people going to start doing theirs mm-hmm. you know so i'm i'm super pumped for the conversations that are being yeah. had um i just want to say if any of you listening have been through or been a victim of something like our hearts totally go out to you and i think there's so many people that are coming forward. And I I hope that this is a time where you feel not alone and you feel empowered. And I'm hoping that other people are going to start to just perk up their ears, eyes, watching out for people. Um, all of us who are going to be parents or who are parents, like it's our job to make sure that this cycle
0: like stops, you know, protect your daughters, inform your daughters, but also educate your sons. Yes.
2: Yes. So, uh, I just feel I feel heavy, and I felt like, I mean, we both felt like we just wanted to like talk about it. Yeah, it's something that I, I
0: feel really uh, it's it's such a weird and frustrating time to be alive right now, but also such um an invigorating and exciting time to be alive for women because I think so many conversations are being had that have just never been talked about yeah. before or have been talked about only in female circles, but never on like a wide scale global kind of conversation. Yeah. Like this happened, um, in the UK and we're talking about yeah. it here in California yeah. because it is, I'm not kidding. I think we're in the middle of a movement because yeah. things are being talked about and, I, and it's not just a uh, safety stuff, but like I am learning so much about pregnancy because people are Mm -hmm. women are finally talking about like the, the downside that comes to pregnancy, like with your body and the physical stuff that you have to deal with, not taking away from the baby, which is obviously a blessing. Yeah. But like you, your body goes through a lot that I had no idea. Yeah because I've never been pregnant (laughs) or had a baby and I'm learning so much. And I think women are in this new phase of life where we're talking about everything, like the good, the bad and everything in between. And I think that's so inspiring and such an exciting future for us. And, um, I don't know the whole curfew thing for women. Nah, men need a
2: curfew. That's not
0: Let's just say that that's not the Lots answer enough. <laughs> um, but like we need we need to as women and and as outspoken women who are now talking about everything, we need to really like voice our opinions on that oh, yeah. because that's not I, the answer.
2: So I went my first dating app, Dave, which I've talked about. Like I had my friends tracking my location. I had screenshot every bit of information I had on this I guy. I had a picture of his it. face. I knew his face, his, his phone number, pri- his profile, profile everything. Um, I had a friend in the parking lot with her boyfriend mm-hmm. and they actually were in the lobby looking quote unquote, looking at the menu when I walked in. Because I'm telling you, if I do, if someone does try to murder me, I'm taking you down. I am taking you down. You will at least go to jail for your crimes and then I will haunt you. (laughs) But all of this to say, I did all the precautions, right? Met up with this guy. He was was great. We had a good conversation. Afterwards, he was like, oh, like, do you want to come over? We can just like hang out. First of all. I never trust a guy who's like, come over the first time you meet him. Second of all, again, personal preference. Second of all, I straight up told him, I was like, to be honest, I don't know if you're crazy and going to try to murder me. And he started laughing. Like, he's like, okay. And I was like, no, like, that's what we as women have to, like, be afraid of. I was like, I have to fully vet you out before I'm going to trust myself. But we just met. Yeah. And he was like, oh, well, he's like, yeah, I guess, like, you have to be, like, more
0: afraid. And I was like, you have no... Do you have no don't you have a mother? Like idea. that's what blows my mind. Like you I know there's someone female in your life. Don't you know that we yes, have to think this way? But
2: even if you're a stand-up great guy, you should be going into this being so patient and trying to be so transparent to show and prove to someone that you are trustworthy. Mm-hmm. You should never make someone feel stupid for like needing those insur- assurances. Like You should be over the top, like, hey, if you're comfortable whenever you're ready, because we do have a lot of fears that come from it. Mm -hmm. And so and I straight up told this guy the second I sat with him, I was like, hey, my friends are tracking me. I have to text them every hour or like they're sending SWAT. I also am trained in Krav Maga, bro. And I will kill you if I have to. (laughs) And he cracked up. But he was also like, I I mean, I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's just, yeah, we need to be more just like trans parent about stuff and it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I feel, I feel change coming. I'm hopeful for change coming. You know,
0: I'm hopeful for change coming too. I'm very excited for this new phase.
2: Yes. But no matter who you are listening, take what you can from this and like continue the conversation, you know, because that's the thing is I think sometimes topics like this, because we're so afraid of just the volatile conversations when it mm-hmm. feels political or it feels like this is not a feminist and non-feminist issue. This is not a political issue. This is not a, you believe this. I believe this. Like mm-hmm. this is just a basic factual thing that women deal with. And this whether is a you main issue, yeah. Whether you agree, whether you feel the same way or not, it's, it's callous to not listen to someone's opinion or fears and, not have some sense of empathy for what people go through. So I think this is just a perfect time that we can just have open conversations, talk to people, talk to your friends. Like men, ask your your wives, your girlfriends, even just like friends you have, like, do you feel this way? Like, is there a way that like I can help you feel safer? Like just things because we need to be able to have these open conversations so that the last thing you want is people to feel stupid or like they can't share something that could help them. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <sighs> you, you feel, feel better. You feel,
0: you feel better. I feel great. I feel great. Okay. Um. Well, I feel great. I and, um, since Taryn did the Taryn it up today, I thought I'd just switch it up and I do a little dad joke, dad joke moment I for took the episode. I something you loved, so you're taking something that I love. Yes. <laughs> I, I, at some point just started, um, taking over the Taryn it ups because it's just my favorite thing on the planet. I have two ready to go, just ready to go because yeah. they're so funny. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I'm going to end this on a positive note, which is why the dad jokes entered the podcast yes, in the first place. That. Taryn Renee, what? What do you call an elephant? That doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess like you do.
0: Trunk. <laughs> <laughs> and irrelevant. <laughs> irrelevant. It's so good. I'm gonna read another one. Okay. <laughs> What did The Mermaid wear to math class? This is my Ashley guess. Scales? <laughs> An algebra. <laughs> algebra. Algebra. <laughs> algebra. That's so good, Ash. Those are good ones. That's amazing. I love a good one. Great. See, love a your good delivery ending. was excellent. I knew. I knew. Because there, there was a hyphen. You got it. So I was like, algebra. Because that's the thing about dad jokes is... You know that people
2: will get it, but you deliver it as if they couldn't. Right.
0: You know what I mean? Yes. (laughs) Because I don't always get it. So if it's not delivered, Uh like I could possibly not get it, then I just, I don't get it. I love it. I love it. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're at the very end and you are listening to me currently, you're the best. We love you the most. Don't tell the others. (laughs) Um, Be sure to follow us on all our socials. We have Instagram, Facebook. Um, We have all of our podcasts uploaded to YouTube. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we appreciate your guys' support. We love you all. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Stay Stay safe safe. out there. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.